Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to the show. And Josh, I'm heated once again. Last week, our episode, we don't know how it did. I don't know how it did. Comment down below. If you didn't see the last one, go check it out. But I am still firing at you, Josh, because once again, you put on your dumb hat and your stupid-looking headphones, and you're in your crawl space down below. I don't know what you're doing. Get it together, Josh. The hat is product placement. I'm just showing a logo here that Red Bull gets the the tease here. But if we ever get a sponsor, I will proudly wear their hat, Garrett. The headphones are also more product. You're wearing nothing. If a sponsor wanted to like get on the show, you have nothing to offer right now. You got no. I'm a blank canvas, Josh. I'm a blank canvas. (laughs) We are up for sale, dude. You're the one who's occupied. We are not sponsored by Red Bull, by the way. That would be nice. You're giving too much amount. No, I paid full price for this hat. Full price. But you have to give more to the sponsor's imagination. They don't even know you're wearing like a plain polo right now. Yeah, like I'm ready. I'm ready. Hit me up, sponsors. Let's go. Blank slate here. Anyways, okay? We're ignoring a couple of people, Josh, and this is the, this is wild. This is the first time in a while you've delivered two guests. Now, if I had to guess how this happened, you got one guest and the other guy was like, oh, I'm feeling a bit nervous being on by myself. Can you come with me so it's not so weird? Am I anywhere not- near on that? That has happened before. That has definitely happened before. But this time, I invited the first guest because our practice got canceled tonight. And I thought, well, actually, full disclosure, somebody bailed again day of, Garrett, and I'm not. I'm very annoyed. You try to do advanced booking and someone bails the day of, you're back in the same position. So thankfully, Luke bailed us out. But I do remember in first semester, Marty pulled me aside and said, listen, you got to get me on Sharp Cuts. Like, it would be a great episode. It might be the best episode ever. So as soon as Luke confirmed, I said, we got to give a call to Marty. And thankfully, Luke came through in the clutch and made it happen. Okay, well, welcome to the show, boys. We got Luke DeGrief and Martin Prinslow. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thanks for joining us. A couple of York Lions. Almost said another name that is not the name. York Lions. Right? It's still the Lions? Yeah. Okay, good. I don't know. I changed my What was the other name? It hasn't been the other name yeah. in your era at all. Well, I know, but hey, my dad went there and well, sorry, my biological father went there and he's up on the Hall wall and back then they called it something different. You guys ever go to that photo and just draw mustaches on them or like just, you know, like draw little things on the on the wall there? No, they're trying to hide them photos down. from us. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't you guys speak at once? Like, are you not coordinated a little bit? I thought you guys were teammates. Like, it seems like we're clearly not in sync here. Like, can we get it together, both of you? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay, Josh, first off, though, we got to clear the air here. And we maybe need some backup because you're like, we put out episodes and you're like getting texts. People are commenting. People are chirping us. Like, what is this, man? Like, people don't like the show, so they slip into your DMs on Instagram and let you know that there's something wrong? Like, what's going on here? Do, do we need to preface that when we ask people to, like, comment and, like, participate in the show that it's only nice comments because you and I are very sensitive? Like, is that what yeah. <laughs> We made a show called Sharp Cuts, but we can't take a sharp cut. But, th- okay, there's levels to sharp cuts, okay? So there's there's, like, a sharp cut that's funny and entertaining and a sharp cut that's just mean. So with I think that, it's okay to be mean as long as you're funny. That should be the rule. On this show, that is the rule. So with that in mind, yeah. Luke, what's your best sharp cut? Oh, man. That's on the spot. Okay. Okay. Not well, ready. I'll Not go, ready to go. I'll go, oh. I'll, go to my, I'll go to my clown of the week. 
for Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He's now leading the show whoa, here. Whoa, you whoa. put him on the spot and he takes over. Yeah, yeah whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, well, you can't exhaust the whole show early. It's still in the first five minutes here. You trying to run the show already here, Luke? No, then put Martin on the spot. Okay, Martin, what's your best sharp cut? Uh, the national ranking system in U-Sport because they've had – they didn't have York Lions on there for the whole year, but they had Queens Gales up there, even though they were like sixth in the league okay. all year. That's that's a cut. Josh, how sharp is that? It's pretty good. It's pretty Garrett, I told you that was my event one week. They were seventh in the OCAA and seventh in the U Sports somehow. I don't know how that math ever added up. Okay, so you two are you're all drinking the Kool-Aid over there at York, eh? Uh, you guys are all on the same thing. You guys just vent about the same thing. I'm just picturing, and now correct me if I'm wrong, at the York practices, I'm just picturing Josh in there venting about some minor thing and all you guys like fully agreeing with him. It's like an echo around the the huddle in practice. Am I am I close? Garrett, I'm an assistant coach. You think I speak at practice? Like, do you give team talks at Douglas? Are you allowed yes. to talk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What you don't <laughs> oh. speak at practice? No chance. And Garrett, you're going to be so disappointed, but laugh at me. Uh, I usually put my kid to bed and show up late, so I'm always like the latest guy at practice. Practice is already in full swing by the time I walk in the door. You're, you're late to practice and you say nothing? You're the worst. Luke, what does Josh even do? <laughs> well, I'm telling you, the practice he did run was a pretty good one. He showed up on time. <laughs> that was the only reason. That was that's the bar well, for you, I'm Josh. I was running the show, Garrett. If you I'm show up show. on time, it's a good practice. Well, there was more to it than that, I hope, but uh, that was one major criteria. How was yes. your ball manipulation? I don't think... No, at York, Dave does a great job. We don't enter balls. We don't lead warm-up. We don't, like, we got guys. I think we have, when everybody's there and healthy, I think we have between 16 and 18 guys at our peak, Garrett. So, yeah, coaches aren't doing much. The the players, they even when you do, like, a wash drill, the players off are the ones entering balls. And I got to say, I, I really appreciate that drill design. I don't need to be, like, hitting down balls and stuff. Okay, so your ball manipulation is weak, you're saying. That's okay. Great to know. Um, back to what we were talking about at the top of the show with how you guys got on the show. So, Josh, you mentioned a first guest, and you said it was Luke. So then Luke had no idea that Martin was coming on? No. Uh, Luke was the first-round pick. Like, he was the one we okay, wanted. Okay, sorry, and Martin. Then I said, There's hey. a sharp cut. There's a sharp cut from Coach right away. We have this second-round pick. Do you want to fly solo, or should we give Marty his dream of coming on the show? And Luke delivered. Wait, you asked Luke if it was okay to have Martin on the show. Yeah, Luke's the captain of the squad, Garrett. You got to go through him. You got to give him a little leadership. You never ask me about having guests on the show, and you're asking Luke if he can have his buddy on the team? What the heck, man? I think it's a respect thing now that I think about it. Yeah, it's kind of... Oh, oh, it's a, oh, it's a respect <laughs> thing. Martin, are you going to sit here and take this? You're the second draft pick, and he's saying it's your best, your dream to be on the show? Sometimes that's how life is. I know Luke probably had me on here because he doesn't have too many sharp cuts. Like, he's just a nice guy. That's why he's the captain of our team. It's because he just he boosts people up. But he doesn't always t say the truth of how he's actually feeling, though. <laughs> okay. There's a sharp cut. <laughs> oh, that, that's, a nice, that's, a, that's a nice cut. Let's really cut deeper, though. Extending the analogy. Sharp, I mean, we got to stop. It's kind of Bush League to talk about cuts and sharp. But anyways... So you're a nice guy. You don't say the truth. So will we get you to say something bad about Josh on this episode? Is that possible? No. You will not say anything bad about Josh this entire episode. Why well, is that your go-to, Garrett? I don't think I have anything bad. What? Yeah, exactly. Oh, 
nonsense. And why is that my go-to, Josh? You bring in two guys on your team. To, what, who else are they going to chirp? You. They're going to say bad, something bad about me. I'm a stranger. They're like, I don't know you. Who are you? Never heard of you. You're old. Watched that. It's all the old hits, Josh. But you, you're a fresh target. Let's switch it next week, Garrett. You find the guest. I'll come up with the topics, and we'll see how that uh, hits off as a show. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the worst show we've ever had. We'll have no <laughs> guest, and the topics will be trash. It'll just be you and me sitting yeah. here unsure of what to talk about. And I'll be in charge of the tech, and it'll be worse than the episode we had Sam Schachter, where he kept like leaving the call and coming back in. But when he came back in, he would be mid-sentence again and just think he would take over the show. So it, it'll be worse than that. It's a dark history on this show. So let's get to what maybe something we actually wanted to talk about, maybe try to get these guys interested and maybe get Luke to say something bad about Josh. So I was thinking on the way here, because Josh, when you when you said – Josh give, likes to give me a briefing about who's going to be on the show. And I, I, last week I read it out, and I'm going to do it again. Um, but only when it's nice. So Josh gives me a briefing about, hey, yeah, we're having Luke on the show. And here's what Josh said. Plays at York, captain, silver at Canada Games for Beach, all-round good guy. So that's a pretty great summary. And so I'm already making assumptions about, like, what kind of archetype dude that this Luke guy is. What's he like on the team? He's a nice guy. Okay, he's probably the captain. Okay, he's a beach guy. So what is that? So I'm curious, though, because on every team, and Josh, I know you know this, on every team, there's, like, the same, like, two or three or more of, like, the different types of guys you'll have on your team. And when you said all-around good guy, I immediately went to, oh, he's, like, the classic nice guy on the team. Like, he's the classic, like, absolute nice guy. And I thought, okay, well, what other guys are on the team? So I got a few archetypes here for you. And I'm curious if I missed any or if they're on your team. So we got the funny guy, the guy who's maybe not that good but just a jokester, like – He's just an absolute clown and probably should get clown of the week every week. There's that guy, that guy's definitely on every team, right? <laughs> right? This is a show, you guys. This is how it works. We're to engage with each other. I don't think anyone wants to call anyone out on York, so uh, everyone's. Oh, I, nobody everyone's was asking quiet. that, but now that you've said it, Luke, who's <laughs> the clown on your team? Oh, I can't. I can't say anything. <laughs> We're still early in the show. You're not getting that out of me yet. Gosh, I can't do it. Yeah, like we we had we had a we had one or two guys on our team. We had one guy we called the self-proclaimed funniest guy on the team because he just told everybody he was the funniest guy on the team. And was he actually? Well, I don't know, but he was the self-proclaimed funniest guy on the team. Um, that was Luke Sim, by the way, Zinger. Um, and he was pretty funny. Don't tell him I said that though. There were some other archetypes, though, I was thinking of is like the guy who is terrible but is an absolute beauty. So that's the only reason he's on the team. Like I've had so many of those guys who the worst player on the team has to be a nice guy, though, right? You can't have the worst player on the team be be a, be a rude and like be a mean dude. You got me on that one. I agree with that one. Yeah. Again, we're not going to name names, but I, I agree with that one. Like You three are looking at me like deer in the headlights like I'm some crazy guy. Hopefully the listeners are being like, yeah, I'm thinking of people in my head who fit these. And you, I got three guests on the show and they're all just watching. Do I just keep talking, you guys? What else you got? I, I, got, I, got, I got a whole list here, you guys. Like I'm taking notes. I'm prepped for this show. And you guys are doing absolutely nothing. Not even contributing to the conversation. <laughs> Why are people still listening to you through? Why do they tune in to listen to you guys? What are we doing here? Seriously. 
Are the York Lions all boring? Boring? No, we're just nice. Okay, a.k.a. Barn. You said it was Martin's <laughs> dream to be on the show. So, Martin, like, what, what, what have you always wanted to say on Sharp Cuts? I just wanted to hear the rest of your list. I thought you were going to go through the whole thing first. I was, but I thought I'd get some back and forth, you know, some action here. I'm getting absolutely nothing from you guys. <laughs> okay, well, here, here's another one. There's the absolute go-hard. A guy on the team who's, like, mediocre, but goes... Like would put smash his head through a wall like way too hard like hits way too hard in pepper like would like blast it off the back wall like out of control but works his ass off like there definitely on every team I've been on there's been that guy. Okay, I gotta know who is that one on York. I think we can all have a vote here. Is that Co or who is that guy on on York? I think he's the other guy on this call. I was gonna oh. say I hit the ball like yeah. to the banners a couple times and serve serve and pass because yeah. nate just used to tell me if it doesn't go in you need to hit the ball harder it's not that you've made bad contact you just need to hit the ball harder yeah it's science yeah just hit it harder. yeah okay wait but he said i'm just going to repeat what you said if it doesn't go in hit it harder yeah and then when i missed he would be like, like hit it harder and in game, you would get upset when I missed. So, but he would tell me in game to hit it harder. <laughs> okay, so we it's can't like, fully blame you for your going hard. No, no, no. It's just been ingrained into me. Like I would blast it out the back in game, and you just tell me to hit it harder. <laughs> okay, so that okay. Now I've, I feel like we're finding two archetypes. I feel like that's maybe a bit of a loose cannon, like just <laughs> cranking it all the time. But I'm also talking about the Gordy Gohard. So, like, a guy who, like, coach ever makes you run suicides, fully the first guy, like, the going the hard, like, loves the suicides, like, finishes practice, would put on a weighted vest and go do a set of stairs, um, like, in the <laughs> weight room every day, like, in pepper, hitting it as hard as he absolutely can. That's the guy. That, we had a guy like that. Phil James? Oh, man. Oh, okay. I was going to say, who was that guy? I could see Phil James fitting that. Okay. Nobody wanted to pepper with him except the liberos because he hit it so hard at pepper. It was like a full hit every time. <laughs> it was aggressive. So. That's sweet. Yeah, I mean, I could go all day, you guys, but are you? Are any of you going to contribute anything to this discussion? Sure. Well, I think. <laughs> sure? I what, you, you don't have go... to be here. This is like, we're happy to have you, but like, gosh. <laughs> Little enthusiasm here, guys. Damn. Is this a favor to Josh? Well, like, is Josh paying you to be here? I don't have any money. Is that is that an option? <laughs> no, it's not. The budget, <laughs> Garrett but... promised a check. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, is it? Yeah, can you pay me to be here, Josh? Because like, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh. Okay, what do you guys want to talk about then? Okay, Luke you, was finally going to talk. And then why don't you guys run the show, Josh? Jeez. Oh, I just wanted to give Martin a little bit of credit because he, he does go hard. But, I mean, how long were your lifts going on for during the season? Like, during the season, I, I really shouldn't say this on the call, but Emerson's <laughs> probably not listening. Yeah. Um, no one's listening, so that's you're, you're good. <laughs> center and then I would, I would lift there instead of lifting with the team because the team lifts were a little bit too uh 
Like, I wasn't seeing results from the team lifts, so I would go a little harder in the, in the track. But I guess that fits your archetype. But I would say Co fits the working hard as well, too. He just, uh, yeah, he goes hard and everything. Well, that's very nice of you to say, Luke, about Martin and try to give him some credit. But I don't know if Josh told you what the show is about. It, like, is it like a, a nice, nicey, nice circle here, Josh? What, like, what are you pitching to these guys when so we come on the show? That, that is a flaw by me, Garrett. I didn't really give them the full description because they had mentioned wanting to come on the show. So I assumed they knew what the show was or maybe had listened to an episode before. But maybe that was me jumping to a conclusion, and that's why we're in the spot we're in. Like, okay, what is what is what did you want to get on the show for? I just feel like we could roast Western a little bit because they're oh. kind of a bunch of clowns this year, to be honest. And since you left, they haven't been that good. Yes, and I'm happy to because Josh loves to clip sound bites of me roasting Western and then putting them on Instagram so that people, all my former teammates, get mad at me. So this is a slippery slope for me here because Josh is on the lookout for me. You sneaky, sneaky guy, Josh. So don't clip this. That didn't take much editing. But uh, yes, I will give a shout out to Western Mustangs, the uh, not Western Mustangs account, Garrett. Uh, let's give them a little bit of a bump. Unbelievable. 275 followers. After this episode, I hope that swells to at least 500 because love them or hate them, you click on their content because you'll get a little bit of giggle even if you don't think it's like that funny. I love that. I'm so about that. It's definitely somebody on the team. And listen, if you're not going to be good, like not everybody's going to be good. There's only one team who's going to win. There's like three medalists. So the rest, there's like over 50, there's a lot of teams, double digits of teams who are going to be bad. So if you're not going to be good, yeah, be a bunch of clowns. Have fun. Like be crazy. Be entertaining. Have people get drunk in your in your home stadium up on the stage and yell chirps at people like, I mean, that's a bit rude, actually. That's probably a bit offside, but yeah, I mean, I'm for As it. I'm scrolling through here, I will give them credit. They also poke fun at themselves. So one of their posts is the faces of peak performance, and Jason Guy is diving for a ball, and he face palms another guy on his team. Like, he's literally, like, stiff-arming him. So it's not just shots at other people, Garrett. They take shots at themselves. So uh, just good guys trying to have fun in the sport. I will say they congratulated Evan Filardo for winning Player of the Year in the OUA, but then immediately said that Eric Sixna was snubbed. So that's the type of content you're going to get from this club. So, yeah, check it out. Not Western Mustangs. Uh, give them a follow. They also said that they're not very good, but they're better than the Guelph Griffins because they beat them in the three-way tie to make the playoffs. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Beverly celebrating the play in, in the NBA. Yes, yes. I, that would be me. If I, if I were their coach, that would be me. I'd be like, if anybody asked me, hey, coach, can we post this? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we won a three-way tie. Think, Great. Do you think they get away with it because Jim doesn't have Instagram? There's no way he's monitoring this. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way Jim has Instagram. <laughs> Although he he knows he knows about it for sure, and he laughs at it. Maybe maybe is it Jim is the, Jim the guy behind the site. Yeah, maybe it is Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Please, Jim, please go for it. No, because Jim. No, we know Jim's on Instagram because he commented on your snaky post about me, and he was throwing some shade on me, saying they were feeling good. Whoa, I don't think it was Jim Sage account. Does he run the Western Mustangs account? The Western men's volleyball account? Who do you, you think You assume that's it? Jim Sage or you know that's Jim Sage? Well, I, I guess I don't know for a fact. You're right. I don't know for a fact. But who else? Could be an assistant coach. Could be 
Could be an alumni. I feel like Jackson Beer, proud alumni, has something to do with the not Western Mustang site because uh, yeah, I think he's pretty good with the memes and the online chirps a little bit. Well, that'd be great. Okay, we've chirped Western a bit, Martin. Is your have your dreams been realized, or what else you got? Uh, my life's fulfilled now. We've we've roasted Western on your show once again. Okay, great. We'll come back. Hey, we'll come back to it. We'll circle back. Don't worry, we ain't done. Okay, Luke, what do you got? Why did you come on the show? Well, for me, it was more of the same, but towards Queens. <laughs> so, Josh, if we want to turn this into a show where people come on just to chirp other teams, I'm so about it. Like, I will facilitate that. I'm happy for that to be what this show turns into. Absolutely. So what's your beef with Queens? Well, I just mean when, when we played against them, they just seemed to have such a really good idea of everything we wanted to do. But we still won six sets <laughs> to zero on the weekend. Okay. So I don't know. I just feel like there's something not quite right with what they're doing over there. Okay. Well, that's – yeah, wow. That is probably more devastating than had you said something, like, really mean or, like, really – you know, kind of – that's, like, just – yeah. Like, wow. Well, they clearly had a good idea of what you wanted to do because Josh Nickel is on your coaching staff, and he's one of the most predictable humans on the planet. Um, But, I mean, still winning, yeah, like, gosh. Is it because they're just not as good as you guys? I don't know. You look across the net, and they've got some really solid players over there. But I don't know. We just like There were times where we would line up in row one, and they'd be yelling at us through the net. They're like, they're in row one. Well, yeah, obviously, everyone knows that. And then we would side out and move on with the game. But it just, they made it sound like they knew what we were going to do. Oh, I see what you're saying. You you heard them through the net identifying things that were pretty obvious, and you're actually wondering what they're paying attention to. They seemed to know what you were doing, but they really didn't know what you were doing. Or they might have looked at our tendencies and just said, oh, they're going to set this guy. But then but we're going to do nothing about it. They're going to set Fedari, but he touches 12-1, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that would do it. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, you uh, don't need advanced analytics to say that Josh Fedari is going to get 40 attempts. That's just like a game. Yeah, like that's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe it's coaching. If Josh went head-to-head in a fight with the Queens coach, who would win? Like physical fight or like on the keyboard? Because Josh could probably win on the keyboard. On the keyboard. (laughs) Now, I assume you're talking about like the computer, but wouldn't it be awesome to see a piano keyboard off between Josh and what's his name? I forget his name. His name is Gabe. And he's a very good coach, and Queens has done well, Garrett. I don't know why you're, like, pinning me against him in a, in a battle here. Maybe a battle of wits would be fun, but I don't think we're going to fight. Well, no, Martin's saying, you're, you're not, no, you're not going to fight, but you're going to battle on the keyboard. <laughs> Who can play the best tune on the keyboard? <laughs> no, I, w- I was thinking physical fight. Yeah, absolutely, because that, that's what me and my buddy Oscar used to do, and we were not professionals about it, but we'd talk on the bench and as long we'd, we'd be filled with confidence if we felt like we could take the other coaching staff on if things got physical. I think that's why you hired Oscar, is Oscar was your backup, I think. He called himself the head of discipline for the team, which is kind of a hilarious <laughs> thing to call yourself. Whenever we needed to run end lines, I just looked to him and then he would yell, end lines! 
Um, and that, they guys knew what that meant. He but probably hits a good down ball in practice too. Oh yeah, lefty too. It's crazy. Um, but also there were some teams where the coaches were like jacked and big and could definitely take us. And we were like, okay, boys, like don't don't get physical here. Like don't, if this gets out of hand, don't be going anywhere because we ain't backing you up. As if that was a thought in volleyball, Garrett. I don't think coaches have ever fought, have they? In the OCW no, it, or U Sports? It was never going to happen. Obviously, Josh. Like, we're on a show where we talk about volleyball nonsense, and you're going to call out the reality of us thinking we're going to get in a fight? This is too ridiculous for me. Even for me, Garrett, this is too ridiculous. <laughs> okay, well, great. Great. And I see you walking the line. Luke's ready to lay it on the line with Queens. You took him down 6-0. You're not ready to have a fight with their coach for the team. What are, are you really committed? You're late to practice every time. Regular season was six zero. Playoff game was three one. Oh, well. Then. And the set they won, they they gave us the old slap slap. I think their game plan clicked that set, but uh, I think we got fourteen or fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Who else do you want to chirp? Any other teams we don't like? Douglas College. How tough is their coaching staff? Very tough. And there's a lot of them. There's way too many of them. There's like five coaches on the bench. It's a, it, We're rolling deep. <laughs> big budget. Is that why you take airplanes to tournaments? That's why. You got a big budget, big coaching staff? No, there's no money. We're not being paid. What do you think? It's a paid thing? <laughs> Wait, you think there's money involved? No, come on. It's purely I explained for the... to Luke that you you flew to Cranbrook, and, and Luke explained to me like the, the mission that his team had it took and got a flat tire and got stranded in some like town that had 400 people in it. So, uh, yeah, Luke feels your pain that uh, you got to fly while the boys were on the bus for 14 hours. Yeah, like it was – they. I mean, they have the boys have to do it. Like – hey, well, what are you talking about, Luke? Our bus lit on fire. Like our bus <laughs> burned. <laughs> Like, what are you talking Oh, we got a flat tire. Our bus caught on fire and burned, okay? So, yeah, like, I think you can sit in, in a nice town in the mountains for a few hours. Yeah. I mean, we were walking down the street <laughs> downtown in this weird town, and people were giving us the stink eye for sure, but that's, at least we didn't catch on fire. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we did catch on fire. Okay. Let's, I mean, let's keep this thing moving, you guys. This has been a hectic episode. Let, you guys are obviously excited for Players and Clowns of the Week. Luke, you were trying to get that out right away. So you must be feeling good. Hopefully we haven't ruined it. Well, no. Okay, good. No, so who wants I to was, start? Who's feeling keen? Mine are garbage. I am definitely the worst today. Like, I like I worked a full week this week. Like, I had stuff to do. You guys had practice canceled, and it's nice you can all be chatting volleyball on a free evening. You want to start, Josh? I, I can definitely start. Sure. Mine's pretty low hanging fruit to be honest, but uh, he was just named Canada West player of the year. Uh, Jordan Canham, who I wish would come back to the beach, but I think indoor scooped him up. Uh, he played on VNL this year. Uh, he threw up some, uh, I used to call these Garrett May stat lines. Now it's just like, it, it, this was a Jordan Canham stat line, Garrett. I think it was just too good. Uh, I'm trying to find it here. It was pretty, pretty good uh, against our SAS Huskies. Cause you know, we've had Sean McKay on the show a couple times. Uh, 17, four and 30 hit 433 on the first night for 20 points. Uh, the next night, 15 kills, one air on 25 attempts hit 560. Oh, and add in six service airs in a 3-0 win. So, uh, Jordan Canham definitely took over the match. Uh, Sean McKay will be back. I think they get to play for bronze and hopefully still get to go to nationals. But, uh, Jordan Canham laid a pretty good beat down on the Huskies this weekend. So he's my player of the week. 
Congrats, Jordan. And I mean, he's probably more excited about the Player of the Week award than the Can West <laughs> Player of the Year award. Like, he probably doesn't give Absolutely. care about that. He wanted this one. Um, Absolutely. What are you talking about? Not Garrett May numbers. Yeah, those are Garrett May numbers. What are you gonna you gonna bail on me 15, now? 15-1 on twenty-five. Yeah. Yes, guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, Garrett May types that line. Yeah, but you don't I read need once again to... because it's insane. Fifteen one and twenty five for five sixty in a playoff match. You never need to refer to it as a Garrett May stat line, by the way. Like, <laughs> but to the fact that you say you're you're not going to now that pisses me off. But hey, congrats, Jordan. Well deserved. Um, all right, I'll go. I got a couple. So my players of the week are so Vancouver Island volleyball in the Pac West dominated the four teams that that division sent to nationals for both men and women were all from vancouver island camosun men and women and viu men and women which is i don't think like that interesting until you really think about it that the best teams are all both genders on vancouver island when i don't know about you guys but like in club are they dominant is they have like dominant club teams like is there any reason to explain why that would be other than like i don't know they're just making it happen out there Good. Luke good actually recruiting. left the island to come play on the mainland because club volleyball there was so good. Right. So it's like yet yeah, the island college teams are dominant. So like I don't know. They must be doing something right to bring the talent in or do something. So congrats to them. Another couple of players of the week, Josh, and I, I got to give it player of the week because I mean I, I'm a little bit bitter about it. So I don't know if you were paying attention. Probably weren't because you're a bit ignorant, Josh. But they announced the location the host cities for the indoor volleyball olympic qualifying tournaments for paris and spoiler canada is not one of them uh, were we even on the list like were we even being considered they're not even in north america like none of, none of them are in north america which is kind of a snub but we got to give congrats to brazil china japan and poland who are hosting the qualifiers for them and that's i don't know it's got to be a huge advantage you're trying to qualify for the Olympics and you get to do it at home. Excuse me. Like, I feel like that's got to sway things big time, especially when the qualifying is that tight. So congrats to them players of the week and probably for getting into the Olympics. Like those are four countries. who are probably going to make it work, right? You listed some pretty good countries. I will say Canada is going to host a couple beach events this year. Uh, the women are going to host their Norseka event uh, in Quebec. So maybe if we get out and we support those events, then we'll get some cool VNL ones back. But uh, I have a feeling there was some money changing hands for the FIB. You listed some pretty big federations there. Right. So players of the week to all the fans who went out to all the events that we're hosting in Canada and made those massive successes Pro- proactively for getting that done. You're right, Josh. Well done. So that's my mm-hmm. players of the week. So, yeah, again. Is anybody really that excited? Not really. Okay, who's next? Which of you guys? Uh, I'll give my player of the week. I'll, st- I'll give it to Evan Filardo for for winning player of the year in uh, the OUA. It's a pretty, pretty easy one. but Does he deserve it? That's a tough question. That's a tough question. <laughs> he got it. I I got it one year. Did I deserve it that year? Maybe, maybe not. It's a tough award to win, though. Like, And they rarely give it to people two years in a row, eh? Yeah. I, I think Evan deserves it. It also could have went to, like, Sixna or could have went to Jackson Young. There was a few guys that, like, I wouldn't be surprised. But, no, Evan's definitely deserving. 
yeah, I mean, you called him out as player of the week a few times for his big stat lines. And, I mean, they're, you have T's in it, right? They are our opponents, uh, York versus U of T. Winner goes to Nationals. Oh. I didn't know that was... So that's already happened when people are listening to this. So they're getting to hear your voice in with the excitement, the hope of what is yet to come before you get to taste victory or you are those hopes are dashed. So next week, Josh, is it this weekend? Uh, yeah, it's the upcoming Friday as we're recording this. So yes. next week, Josh, we are going to hear the voice either of somebody who's gotten a big win and going to nationals or somebody who's been absolutely dominated and is is done for the year. Are those the only two options? Those are the only two options. Well, then I'm calling it right now, Garrett. There's no show next week because we were too busy at Nationals. We couldn't record because we got banquets. We got quarterfinals. We got semifinals. And we got finals. Okay. Come see me in Hamilton. If there's an episode next week, (laughs) you know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Check check on Monday. You'll know what happened. Because nobody's checking the actual score. Now, they probably will already know what happens. But I want to hear the first thing you say that next episode, Josh. I want to hear either the excitement in your voice or the absolute devastation. There's no in between. So it, it's tough for me to say here because I wasn't on the squad last year. But my understanding is York won two matches last year and lost to RMC. So I don't know if it would be devastation. I feel like we've already accomplished so much as a squad this year that uh, we're excited. We're going to earn our squad in nationals. But it wouldn't be devastating to lose to U of T and player of the year, Evan Florido. Way to set that up terribly for you. You got two teammates here listening and you're not even committed to winning. Get out of here. Luke, what do you got to say about that? Your coach is selling if you out. Luke DeGrieff were playing, I would slap a guarantee on that ass. But however, he is not going to play. So, uh, you know, that, that, that skews me a little bit. You know what's kind of interesting is you guys can talk about your game plan, who's injured, what, who you're going to play, everything. Because nobody will hear this until the game is over. So we can say whatever we want here, boys. So you got to stack up on Florida, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick Joshua Fedari on the left side for sure. He's gonna pass the whole game. I don't like. Are you lying? You don't seem like a liar, but I don't know what the well, deal is. Is he in the room where you no, are right now? Is that what is that what's happening? No, that's that's not gonna happen. He's gonna play on the right side. We don't want him to pass the ball. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, Evan Florido, congrats. On a uh, player of the year, but sorry, it didn't work out for nationals. <laughs> we don't know. We, we don't know. Um, awesome. Well, thanks, Martin. Over to you, Luke. Player of the week. All right. Yeah, my player of the week, I'm taking it to the Can West. I didn't actually get to watch the games, but I was looking through the stat lines. And Jesse and Brody Hofer and their two games against Calgary combined on the first night for 52 points of a total of 82 the whole team and on the second night 42 and a half out of 72 and for the two of them they combined for a 44 percent hitting efficiency all weekend so i wanted to give them player of the week because that's a pretty impressive stat line for a weekend and a semi-final i mean good for them are they related they have the same last name but are they related no, Jesse Elser and Brody Hofer. Oh, you said Jesse and Brody Hofer. <laughs> no, sorry, Jesse Elser, <laughs> Brody Hofer. 
I was going to be like, okay, we got a couple of hopers there. Okay, here we go. Yeah, well, is it not often the case that two players make up like two-thirds of the offense? Maybe so, but in a, in a Canada West semifinal, I would have thought that it might have been a bit more balanced. They would have got some more offense from the middle or the right side, but it was That's the true. two left sides that stepped up. That's true. And they both did 44%. That's pretty crazy. 44% is pretty good. They must have been in system a lot. Um, All right. Well, hey, great picks all around, team. And I can see that, Luke, you've learned from Josh in picking his players of the week is just when in doubt, lurk the stat lines. So, I mean, it's always a good go-to. Josh, you're teaching them well over there. Is it lurking or doing your research, something that you're not very familiar with on the show, Garrett? I don't think it's lurking. Well, it is both. I'm, they both mean the same thing. I'm just saying it in a colorful way. You're lurking the stat lines for sure. Okay. Just let's showing get... my sensitivity again. So if you're going to comment, please be nice because even lurking apparently triggers me right now. So. Yeah, Josh get, <laughs> Josh get upset. We're totally kidding with each other, but Josh actually this is triggered right now. He's like, I'm not lurking. I'm doing research. This is prep. No, I'm not. Yeah. Mad? Why would he be mad? I'm not mad. What's you're that? lurking. You're a lurker. You're a creep, Josh. You're creeping the stat lines actually is what you're doing. Is that worse? I don't know. Way worse. Creep All is right. way worse than the... All right. Clowns of the week. I'll go first because mine, I don't know, is pretty weak. I don't even I don't even really feel it because I feel like it should be a player of the week, but I kind of got to – we got to put this in check. So I tuned in at work today, um, and this will be like two weeks ago, I think, when this episode gets out, to the stream for the CCAA men's volleyball, and the chat was lit I, Josh, you were telling me you were listening to it, seeing some of the other games. I checked in on the like the Pac West, uh, the Camosun team playing, and I, like the chat was lit. It was like students in there chirping, like throwing stuff around. I really liked it, but I guess it got a bit out of hand. In my opinion, it got a little out of hand. Yes, with people going at each other in the chat, people going at players. I think the chat we we discussed, especially when the Cancun Beach event was on. It's nice to have be like engaged and like talking to people. But if you're just there to like be a troll, I don't know if that's the place for what this is, is supposed to be. But uh, yeah, I thought some comments went offside. Wow, that anonymity and everybody speaks English, so they know what you're saying. It's not like when we were talking about the Cancun event all that time ago, where there's like people just cruising there in Portuguese. And we're like not knowing what they're saying, so we gotta like copy it and Google Translate to see what they're saying. Um, this like everybody's seeing what you're saying, so you throw a chirp out there, like it's landing. I liked it though. Gosh, like we gotta have the live chat for these things. Like I really, really liked it, but it is clownish behavior. So I mean, I gotta give it clown of the week. But I feel like the the men's draw of the CCAA is gonna be perfect, Garrett, because it's gonna be two Ontario teams versus probably two uh, West teams. I, I feel like. Um... VIU is playing Sherbrooke right now as we're recording this. I'm just going to say VIU probably won that match. Uh, so it sets up Ontario versus BC in the semis, which means it's going to be an all-Ontario final. I know I got three BC guys on the show right now, but uh, congratulations to Ontario for getting gold and silver at the men's CCAA this year. Calling it right now. Am I a BC guy? You're going to include me as a BC guy? Like I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, Comment below, listeners, loyal listeners, if you think Garrett identifies more as a BC guy now or Ontario guy now. You you just pick and choose when I'm a BC guy and when I'm an Ontario guy to when it best suits you, Josh. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know about that, man. Like, Pat Johnson, he's going to fold up for sure. That guy went to Western. Like, you know, like they're going to... They can't get it done. Come on. None of us can. Why do you think I'm doing this show? I don't have anything better to do. I've folded up in the rest of my life. Like, come on. 
Anyway. Okay, who's next? I'll go. I'll, I'll take the easy one here, Garrett. So uh, it's award week. Everybody's announcing, you know, I mentioned Jordan Cannon, player of the year. Uh, in the OUA, Garrett, uh, they combined the East and West again, and you would think they would get rid of, like, two all-star teams. You know what I mean? Like, last year they had an East all-star team and a West all-star team. So they combined. So you'd think, oh, we'll do what Canada West does and give seven dudes first-team all-stars and seven dudes second-team all-stars. No, 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 no. 14 dudes are first-team all or all-stars in the OUA, and 14 other dudes are second-team. So... Dave is announcing this at practice. Congratulations, Andrew Tahi. Congratulations, Josh Fatari. And, and both of them go, oh, we both made first team. Does that mean we beat out Sixna, Jackson, uh, Falardo, all these guys? And Dave's like, no, no, they made it too. So we're trying to figure out the list, and the list finally comes out. 14 on each, Garrett. So if you do quick math and say there's 13 teams in the league, probably four out of your seven, you could maybe twist my arm and say it could be All-Stars. So that's that's over 50% of the league is an All-Star this year based on making 28 cats All-Stars. And that doesn't include the All-Rookie team, which includes another seven cats. This is... So basically... Start in the OUA and you could be an all-star. This is the OUA? Yes. So this is diminishing all of my all-star awards because it's doubling the amount of awards they're giving out. Yeah. You're we gonna used meet somebody to only be one say, division. I was a first-team all-star and like 13 other dudes are going to be like, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It used to be all one division and they gave out the seven and seven and that was it. Now they're giving out 14 and 14? Yeah. Who, whose dumb idea was that? What is this like the, like, like our little snowflake generation coming out here needs to the participation medals. If you start, you get a second team all-star like, Oh, you, you, sorry. Like, like what are you serious? So that means 28 all-stars. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not including the rookie team. So you could round that up to like 35 dudes. Is there also 28 rookies? I think they kept them as one, so I think they're like a true seven. And the funny thing is, and I looked at his stats, maybe he didn't deserve it, maybe he's a bubble guy, but when York played Mac, I thought Brandon Mills was a problem. That guy hit some extreme angles, he gets some kills, like the one match he played against his carrot, six kills, four airs uh, on 28, hit 429, like huge problem, like the guy's a fantastic player. Not an all-star. Why is everybody in the league an all-star except Brandon Mills? Big snub. Well, who would you take off that list? Asking the tough questions. I will say this. I will say this. My boy, and I love him, Johnny Pickett's an all-star. And somebody said, okay, maybe Brandon Mills didn't play enough, so that's why he's not on the list. But when you do your research, he played in 14 matches, 46 sets. And you can't blame Mac for winning in three, so he played 46 sets. Johnny Pickett also played in 14 matches, played in 52 sets played. He's allowed to be a first-team all-star, but Brandon Mills is on the list. So don't tell me it's a math thing that he did, wasn't eligible based on the amount of time played. I just don't know if they said, okay, Mac, sorry, you have too many guys. You already have, like, four all-stars. You can't have a fifth all-star. We have to give it to some other school is probably what happened. Did either of you two guys get an all-star? <laughs> no. Is that your sharp cut, Garrett? Is that your little thing? No. Well, sort of. They're giving out 28 of the things, and you two guys can't. You're not in the top 28 players in the league, Doc. What? The, what? How? How are? How does this make any sense? 20. How many teams are in the league? 13. So 13 times four. Like that's why I got to like this 52% of the league is an all-star. Because okay. I, I rounded down. Okay. You know, the yeah, bench guys aren't going to get votes. 13 times four, Josh. Like, come on. Like, I know we're not the best at math on this show. 
but it's about two per team, slightly more than two per team, not four per team. No, but I mean, there's probably four dudes on Mac who could be all-stars. You could uh, twist my arm, but yeah, let, let, there's not four dudes on other teams that could be all-stars. So, like, this is so... <laughs> it's so stupid, guys. Like, that's a great clown of the week, Josh, because that's an absolute clown move. I, like, I know you guys got to be, you know, you're in the league, so you got to be careful. But are you serious? 14 people on the first team all-star? So this is a callback to Sean McKay had this as his clown when we had him on the show about a year ago at this time. But it stays a clown because, like I said, when they amalgamated the league and got rid of the conferences and made us one, why they kept this, that's, that's the clown move right now. Uh, unbelievable. So, so when did they announce them? Because they used to, they used to do it at provincials in the semi, where they'd do it live and give everybody their thing. Um, I think between the games, maybe they used to do it, um, where you'd like they do the seven and they do the seven. So are they, are they going through all twenty-eight guys now before the games? I would have loved that because one, they didn't do a final four this year. Gary. That's another clown move is everybody's just going like quarters this weekend, semis the next weekend, and then finals. Like there's a week between everything now, which is a bit of a clown move. But I would have loved to have these guys sit in the bleachers together and be like, oh, hey, Marty, like, what are you doing here? I'm an all-star. No way. Me too. And like a whole section of the McMaster gym is just these all-stars. So they can see the volume of this. So like, hey, so-and-so, what's up? What are you doing here? Oh, I'm here to get an award. I'm pretty special. And then you go out on the court and you see 13 other dudes getting the same plaque as you. Yeah, so there's like, so if you did it before a game, say, there'd be like 30 guys. Well, actually, there'd be 28 guys getting ready Coach to play the year, then in the, the match. Award. Yes, there'd be 28 guys prepping to play the game, and there'd be more than 30 people getting awards. So more people are getting awards than will be participating in the upcoming game. Unbelievable. <sighs> How many coach of the years are they giving out? Five? <laughs> Just one. Just one. Just one coach of the year. You know, the coach of the year award harder to get than an all year. Is there an assistant coach of the year? No. No, and I wonder who like, they got that this year. You're going to 14 second team all-stars and there's no assistant coach of the year? Like, you're getting snubbed, Josh. Okay, would you win it, though, if it was there? No, no, I think there's some good assistant coaches in this league. You got to show up to practice on time to win. Yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Right, Luke? He's got to show up to practice. You think Ian Ebbett's showing up late to practice every day, Gary? You think, like, Tom Ellison's showing up late? No chance. Those guys are pros. I mean, you could just show up late, hungover. Whoa, no, 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 no. It's weekdays, Gary. We're trading on the weekdays. (laughs) Right, uh, right. What? Yeah. That's Western style. Yeah, show up hungover, sit in a chair at the end of the court, and just bark out orders for 45 minutes, then bail early. Assistant coach of the year. All right. We've digressed significantly. we got other clowns. Okay, Luke, why don't you go? Is it Josh? Please well, tell me it's Josh. Actually, well, it was actually the same thing that Josh had. I was going a little bit more specific towards Mac being ranked in the top three all year in Canada and only having one first team all-star out of 14 guys. What? That's true. They have like four total, but only one is a first teamer. Yeah. Mateus, right? Yeah. yeah. Only one. And Sam Cooper, who's their guy who did miss a significant part of the season, isn't on the all-star list at all. He got snubbed. Yeah. 
What the hell? Are you serious? What a joke that is. Like, the league is a, is a joke. I'm sorry, guys. You play in the league. You gotta, I know you got to, like, take it. You got to be careful, right? Like, you know, you don't want to say anything. But seriously, I don't have that, and I'll say what we're all thinking. Like, are you kidding me? The best team. So were they the top-ranked team in the OUA going in? By far. By they, far. They lost one game all year. They lost one yeah. game all year, and of the 14 first-team All-Stars, they got one? I think they lost two the last weekend where it didn't really yeah. matter mathematically. They, they dropped two. But uh, anyways, yes, Garrett, they they only got one first-teamer. Did they get coach of the year? No. Did they get the, the like, you know, that, that one award for, like, the nice guy? Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, the same guy. Uh, Mateusz Woldarski won first-team, and he won the, the award of merit as well. Oh, yeah. oh, they doubled up. <laughs> the coaches vote, right? Is that how this is done? Is that who's to blame here? It's obviously not like an NBA thing where everybody gets a ballot, every fan. No, the, it, the it's coaches a coach vote. vote, right? Definitely. I think. So the coaches voted that. So maybe everyone's just bitter that Mac is winning. <laughs> we don't we need to give start a, a petition, and we need to make everybody's vote go public. I want to know how this happens. So if it's coaches' votes, they should have to release their votes. They definitely should. Nobody would check it. Like, it would be low risk. Like, no one's really looking at that. But, yeah, some accountability. Like, who'd you vote for? Like, if you're being sus, you're getting called out. Definitely on this show. That would be excellent material for this show. Just go through everybody's votes and just chirp them hard for it. Oh, gosh. You weren't involved in that, Josh. Normally, the head coach, you know, talks with their assistants about who they're going to vote for. Uh, no, they, they didn't ask my opinion. Oh, they did, that, they did that at the start of practice, and you, you must have missed that. <laughs> yes, that's probably it was probably during the pre-practice <laughs> meeting that I wasn't there, and that's why Brandon Mills wasn't an all-star, because I wasn't there to advocate for him. Got it. Got it. Okay, yeah. there it is. Sorry. Sorry, Mills. Sorry. We've actually never spoke, but I'm sorry that I cost you an all-star. Yeah, it's your fault. Um, great context ad there, Luke. Way to double down on the clown with some additional information that Josh didn't have. I'm so glad you went after him. That order worked out way better. It could have been worse. <laughs> that is awesome. Great clown. Thanks, Luke. Okay, Martin, what do you got? My clown was from the like Italian league, the Coppa Italia. Uh, Perugia hasn't lost a game all year, but... They lost in the semifinal of the Coppa Italia, and the so-called best player in the world hit 4% on 25 attempts. Whoa. Leon hit 4%, and their coach didn't have the balls to pull him because he's the best player in the world. Wilfredo, Leon. Yeah. And they haven't lost a game all year. They haven't lost a game all year, and they, they fold up in the semi, and their best guy goes 4% and doesn't come out. I think they pulled him for one set, like halfway through one, and then they came back and almost won that set. But then the next set, they put Leon back in. Oh my gosh, that is that is a high tier fold up. I mean, you don't hear about that happening that much. Oh gosh, I'm feeling sick. <laughs> was he getting aces? Was he getting blocks? There was there was nothing going on, was there? What are you trying to defend the guy, the John? You're trying to advocate every, here. every attack. <laughs> Garrett, if there's a pro in any league who can probably get you like Jordan Canham type aces, it, it's Leon. Right, but he's hitting four percent. Josh, this isn't this isn't the OUA where you could go like 12, 12 on twenty four and call it like, hey, you know, I was in it. No, 
Hey, I'm a first team all-star. Yeah. Like, Hey, I I got a second team all-star. I hit 4% all year. Like some guys can say that, but the pros, like they're in system way more. Things are way faster. They're all way bigger. They're rocketing the ball and you can hit 4%. You just like, what, how, how is that possible? Right. And Josh's point scoring percentage on his serve was 20%. So it wasn't good either. So. You got any other any other options? Maybe he was bringing good team camaraderie. Obviously not. It didn't work. <laughs> they lost. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's easier a... said than done, though, to pull that guy, though. He's obviously the best player in the world, so do you just, like, hope he figures it out? Like, The assistant know. coach of the year would have the balls to pull out the best player in the world <laughs> if it was costing him. Garrett, you ever get subbed out? <laughs> well, when? When? Because sometimes never. And sometimes rarely. How's that for an answer? <laughs> Vague. <laughs> At Western, never. But I never hit 4%. I, did I ever go negative? I shouldn't pop off and say that I have never gone negative, but I don't know. Anyway, great clown, Martin. Oh, gosh. Absolute great clown. So is the clown the club, or is the clown just Wilfredo Leon, the best player in the world? I got a clown the best player in the world. Uh, yeah, Wilfredo Leon. <laughs> Love it. Coming out, sharp cuts, you get the appearance. Clown of the week, I'm going right at the top. <laughs> Don't hesitate. I like it. Oh, gosh, you guys. See, this se- the players and clowns of the week segment, Josh, takes way longer when there's four of us. When there's just three of us. We get way more content for the show. Imagine if we had eight people on here. It would be just players and clowns of the week. And it might be a blast. So let's get maybe the whole York team on there in like a Nationals episode. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah, like we could do that. Players and clowns of the week. Yikes. But, But if we commit to that, we have to also commit to doing it if you guys lose in the whole depths of despair and feel that. And, I mean, we're, we're an inclusive show, Garrett. I'll include Western Mustangs or Brock Badgers, whoever. It's just what happens is somebody bails the day of, and I have to go to my people. I have to go to my circle. Yeah. So if you're just rolling your eyes being like, this is nepotism again, no. If you want to come on the show, you can come on the show. But literally, Luke, I think I let you know at, like, 6 p.m. We're recording at 8.30. So, like, come on. Don't accuse me of nepotism, Garrett. It's happened in the past. I know you didn't do it today, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you calling me out? Because you're feeling self-conscious about nepotism. I haven't said anything about it today, but I have before, so you're calling me out for doing that before. The last three guests, so these two jokers, York Lions, last week was Tynan, who lives with the York guys and is on the Beach National team, and the guest before that was uh, Jazz, a York setter. So, like, I'm feeling the pressure here that this is, like, instead of sharp cuts, this is Josh and friends, but uh, it's just because my network is pretty small in terms of, like, getting a guest two hours before we want to record. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to call you out for that because I know people have bailed on you, but what I was going to ask you is, can we name who bailed? Because last week... We also had somebody bailed, and we asked for comments, and nobody commented. Because, like, that's a weird thing to ask people to comment. Like, hey, who do you think bailed on us with no other information? But should we do it again, or are you willing to name the name of who bailed this week or last week? 
Garrett, or, or, you know well, this athlete, and I don't want to call her out because I want you to call her out on the show. But at exactly 5.57, I received a message saying, hey, the good news is I found somebody to come on the show with me, but she can't do it this week. Next week is better for us. So she she found a sidekick because she was too nervous to come on the show by herself, but then said, actually, you know, we'll come on next week. So she basically rebooked herself. Joke's on her. I'm going to be at Nationals, so we can't record next week. So when she finally does come on the show, Garrett, you know this athlete. You can call them out face-to-face. No, no, you're coming on the show next week because you'll be at Nationals. So we'll have like eight York dudes and them on the show, and we'll do like a two-hour special. It's just Players and Clowns of the Week, and then I'll call her out. She'll be my clown of the week. (laughs) Let's go. Fair. What are you? What are you? Are you afraid? I think you're. You, you've coached this athlete before, so I think you're going to fold up. I think you're talking tough right now. I think you're going to fold up. Well, I don't want to commit to never folding up because it would be great entertainment if I did fold up. But <laughs> I don't often fold up, so you better really be bringing it, Josh, to get me to fold up. That's a good cliffhanger. That's a good cliffhanger. Great cliffhanger. Didn't mean it. Didn't mean it. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, anything else you want to tell the people? Last chance. You'll never be on Sharp Cuts again. Sorry, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> I don't mean that, but but maybe. Anything else we want to get out to the people? I think I'm good. All right. I'm good as well. Thanks for having us. Okay, great. Well, you heard it here, folks. These two guys don't have, care enough to tell you anything. They don't even. You didn't, Josh. You didn't even tell them. Hey. Maybe tell the people to subscribe or five star the podcast or like, hey, check these guys out because we watch the show. We're fans of it too. None of that. These guys are just like, nope, we don't know these guys. This is we're doing it because Josh. We want more playing time from Josh. This show sucks. It's it's been in front of our face the whole time. Like radio used to do that, right? Like, hey, this is so and so, and you're listening to the best rock station, uh, KX95. Why don't we ask every guest to be like, hey, I'm Luke DeGrief, captain of the York Lions. You're watching Sharp Cuts, the greatest show on the internet. Like, I don't know why we haven't made that a condition to be on the show. I totally agree. Um, we'll pick that up next week. Um, yeah, not right now. We're these good. guys have nothing else to say. So, alrighty. Well, appreciate you guys coming on the show. Good luck next week. But also, like, it's a retroact because this is a weird time loop that we're in here. So, congrats on the match. It went okay for you? We don't know. So, hope it goes well for you. Hope that you're not on the show next week? We don't. We don't know. I don't know. The plan went according to plan. Our game plan was perfect. Okay, great. Just make sure to call out when they are in rotation one and really announce that pretty loudly. You need to know that. Let everybody know that. Um, Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Josh, pleasure as always. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.